Welcome to the Bearing Fruit Podcast, where we will be discussing the simplicity of Christianity. This is a production of Simply Free Church in Lanark, Illinois. Now here's your host, Pastor Glenn Scott. Good morning. How well do you know the book of Acts? The book of Acts is actually written by Luke. We think it's by Luke. We don't exactly know the author. But when you read through it, you can, you can understand why they believe that it's Luke. And it's huge. It's kind of like journaling. Now, a lot of you might journal. And I used to do some of this, and I'll admit I'm not real disciplined to doing these things all the time. Is it, how many people in here journal? Does anybody journal? Few. This is one thing that Abby does with her team. Ariel, don't you guys journal? You betcha. This journal would be your book of Acts. I want you to think about how your book of Acts would read. The Acts of Kelly. What would it say? What would be in there? What have you done? The Acts of Bob and Janet. How would it read? I'm not trying to make you all preachers and pastors. I want you to think about your life. Now, one of the things that as a church we do, and I think that each and every person should do this, and I ask you to do this this week, have a purpose. What is your purpose? And then, of course, the mission, a mission statement, is actually how you're going to go about doing the purpose. And then while you're on mission for the purpose, you have values. Think about it this week. What's your purpose? What's the mission? And what are your values? And start to write some of them down. I don't care if you call it a a diary, journaling, whatever it is. And what I'm trying to get you to do is, is to do this for maybe a year and then look back and read it and see how you're doing. You know, there's no greater fear when people are close to death. There's no greater fear than the thought that they will be forgotten. You express to them how great their life was, and they'll never be forgotten. It gives them comfort, because this is what they're having anxiety about. And I want you to think about it right now. What would your book of Acts say? What kind of a legacy are you leaving behind? How do people see you? Now, it'd be great if we could all write our own books of Acts, right? Um, Janet, you've been in the real estate business. This is called puffing. You, You build it up a little bit better than it really is, right? If you're writing your own book of Acts, you're probably going to put in some stuff in there that's maybe a little puffing. What if your spouse got to write it for you? How about your neighbor, co-worker, your employer, or an employee of yours? You see, Luke is writing the Acts of the Apostles. When he wrote the Gospel of Luke, it is such an in-depth gospel that there's a lot of great details in there. He was good at this. Now Luke is going to write your book of Acts give you an example of how mine might have read some years back. Well, I didn't get up till 10 o'clock because he was out till midnight the night before and uh, was late to work, 
Shall I continue? You know where this is headed? Ate way too much. Didn't shave very often. My former book of Acts is probably pretty sad. And I hope that I'm working on it. How's yours? What's your book say? Is it all about you? Is it all about what you're trying to accomplish, what you're trying to gather up in vain? About your accomplishments that are selfish? Or is it actually trying to expand the kingdom of God, serve God, honor God, love God, and love your neighbor? Would your book of Acts say, boy, he loved everybody? Would your book of Acts say, boy, he was faithful to his God? Anything like that? Sometimes we're not very good. And, you know, my former book probably would say, he went to church today. Aren't you glad the book of Acts that we have isn't like that? We have instructions on the purpose, the mission, and what values we're supposed to have while we're doing it. How's your book reading today? What's it say in there? What are your children, your grandchildren, going to say when they pick up your books of Acts after many, many years have gone past and you have passed? And they're going to say, wow, Grandma and Grandpa did that? What is that? What is that to you? They had it just the same way we did. I don't want you to think that we live in a different world than they did. They were actually being hunted down and tried to, to be stopped from speaking the gospel. Even after Jesus was gone, the, the Pharisees and, and other groups were trying to stop them. They thought this would actually be easy. Now, Jesus was gone. He ascended to heaven. They were going to try to stop them. And it says this, Acts 4, 18 through 20. This is no different than you and I today. Then they called them in again and commanded them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John replied, which is right in God's eyes, to listen to you or to him? You be the judges. As for us, we cannot help speaking about what we have seen and heard. Would your book of Acts say that? The world is trying to stop us. But what should we do? Listen to God or to man? Would your book of Acts say that? Would it say, you know, I had this opportunity to speak with somebody today, and I took it. Or would it say, the world is so against me, I don't stand a chance, and I can't help God in this matter at all. They had it no different than we did. They were trying to be stopped. People didn't believe them, but they had a purpose and a mission. And they were going forward with it. You realize in the book of Acts is where Peter first gives a message. First, a sermon, I don't care what you call it. And he's actually defending the other apostles because they thought they were drunk. The Holy Spirit had come on them and he says, "Ah, it's only nine in the morning. Well, now, if you go back to my old book of Acts, I don't need to continue anymore. You you know what I'm talking about, right? So he he tells them, they're not drunk. It's only nine o'clock in the morning. And he begins to preach. Boldly, Would your book say that? 
would your book say that you did anything? I want you guys to start writing your book of Acts. The Acts of Julie, the Acts of Craig, the Acts of Kathy, the Acts of Scott, the Acts of Susan. Let's all have a book. I don't care if you call it a journal. I don't care if you call it a diary. And what I want you to do is go back and read some past pages and think about the book of Acts. How are we doing? And this is easy for me. I understand. I get a chance to stand up here every Sunday morning and talk like this. And you guys say, well, you know, these people actually come in. They want to hear you. People don't want to hear me. Is that going to be in your book? People don't want to hear me? Is it going to say, I go to church every week. I, I drop a couple bucks in the box. I'm helping expand the kingdom of God. Or is it going to say, I'm desperately seeking the salvation of my children, of my grandchildren. I am desperately seeking the salvation of lost souls. And here's how I'm going to go about doing it. Here's what I did yesterday and it didn't work, so here's what I'm going to do today. Is it going to say in there how you tried to talk to somebody about your faith and it was a shipwreck? Because there's stories in there about Paul being shipwrecked. Didn't stop him from doing the next day. Well, is your book going to say, you know, I should talk to some people, but I just can't get the nerve up to do it? I understand that. It's worth something to just write that down. Peter denied Christ three times. It's okay. But will you write it down? Will you actually put your weaknesses down on a piece of paper and create an axe for yourself, a book? so that we can look back on it someday and see how you did. Would you be proud of it? You know, the apostles, if they had this, their, uh, their book of Acts all listed out, you think they would be proud? They did a pretty good job of building up the church. They did it without money. They did it without cars. They did it without Facebook. And it's because of their acts that we get together like this on Sunday morning. What's your book say? How does your book read? Is it all about you? Is there any action in it at all? You see, act would be an action, right? These are the acts of the apostles. Some people call it the acts of the Holy Spirit. I'm good with that. What does the book of Josh look like? I could list each and every person in here. I want you to think about it right now. We aren't doing a very good job in this world with spreading the good news. And if we truly believe that it is good news and that the world could be a better place, we'd be speaking about it more. We truly would. If you discovered the cure for cancer, you would tell everybody. My line? If you had a gift that the Lord had given you and it would be beneficial to you, you'd use it like crazy. Would that be in your book? Would you even acknowledge him that you had a gift? Would you use it to enrich yourself, to advance your family and not give God any credit at all? When we first started the church, there was an older gentleman who helped us. His name is Les Rice. I can't wait 
to see his book of Acts. How are you doing? Even in this place right here, we could write a chapter for him. He came in here, older gentleman. I mean, look at our music and stuff. This didn't fit real well, you see. But he thought this was a good thing. What do we, what do we have to do to make this go? Set right here. What do we have to do? I'm in. What do you need from me? He's going to have a good book. I would love to say I will too. But I want you guys to have it even worse than me. I want each and every one of you to have a book of Acts that somebody will pick up someday and say, I didn't know that. I had no idea they were doing that. I want to do that too. Acts 4.13 Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men, they were marveled. And they realized that they had been with Jesus. Let me put out a disclaimer here. Uneducated doesn't mean that you're stupid. It means they didn't know the word very well. Would your book say they were bold to speak? And it was obvious that they had a relationship with Jesus. Would somebody write that about you? It's obvious they have been with Jesus. It's obvious they love Jesus and they love people. Acts 17.6 These men who have turned the world upside down have come here also. Will your book say that? That you are turning the world upside down? Now you've got to realize the context, right? How are we doing? We can change the world. And it starts with your own heart, your own family, your own neighborhood, your own community. Will your book of Acts say, they turn this place upside down? I've never seen the likeness, the boldness that they had to speak the name of Jesus. And this is something I think that we're, we're all thinking about right now, but we're not going to rush right out and do it, right? And I want you to tell me why. I want you to have that in your book, too. Why? Why won't you? Is there that little something in you where you really are kind of embarrassed? And I'm not trying to get you all to run out here and stand on the street corner and start preaching hell and brimfire. And I'm trying to get you to be effective so that somebody would write down, this person was amazing. He loved people. She loved people. She loved God. He loved God. He did everything in his power to expand the kingdom of God. Yeah, she shipwrecked once in a while, but it never stopped her. What's your book going to say? What if your spouse got to write your book of Acts today? Because if we wrote our own, we'd puff it up, right? We, we would boast. We would brag. We would make it better than it is because we love ourselves. We don't have to be fearful. We can be bold. And being bold doesn't mean that you stand on a, preach cor- on a street corner and preach every day. It means when somebody says to you, why do you do that? I believe in Jesus. You can walk away. That's pretty bold. He's worthy of everything that we have. And we won't tell anybody. I just want you to do a little bit better. Even if your book of Acts is only one chapter long, would it say they're doing the best that they can to expand the kingdom of heaven? 
Would it say they care so much about people's souls that this is what they did? Let's start to write our own book of Acts. Each and every one of you. Start today. I can go back and look at some stuff that I wrote years ago that are answered prayers. I didn't think it was at the time because I was in such a hurry. Didn't happen, right? When you go back and you read a written prayer that you put down, you're going to find it got answered. I'm telling you, it happens. The reason I want you to start to be a little bolder, a little better, is because he is worthy of everything that we can give him. All of our heart, all of our mind, all of our soul, he is worthy of it. He's worthy of our time, of our relationships that he has put us in to honor him through them. He is worthy of everything. When you start to write this stuff down and you go back and read it later, just like we're reading the book of Acts, you'll find it's all answered prayer. We can be bolder. We can be forward because he's worthy. You can go from this place in confidence. Would that be in your book? They were filled with confidence. You can go from this place in power. Would that be in your book? They were filled with power. Would it say they were filled with wonder? They turned the place upside down with their power and wonder. Their kindness and their goodness was amazing. Is that how your book will read? They threw themselves at the feet of Jesus for lost souls. Anything like that? They worshipped in church like nobody you've ever seen before. Would say that? My book's not great, but I hope it's getting better. And the next chapter is going to be amazing. I want yours the same way. Start writing down some things. Each day, write down what you did for the Lord today. What you did for the church today. What you did for other people today. If you didn't do anything, leave it blank. Turn the next page and the next day. And after a while, start to thumb back through it and see how many pages are blank and how many pages got stuff on them. And then go back and see how many blank pages are there. I have years and years of blank pages. And I'm not going to have another one. And I don't want you to either.